Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town, The Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! The wind is whipping cruelly past you now, and um, the snow that was so kind of majestic and beautiful earlier is now uh, an impediment. Uh, It's making it hard to see, and it's not... Uh, It's very light um, because, again, it's just snow that's kind of being dusted across um, a a nice shelf. Um, But it's high enough kind of um, mid-shin level that it is impeding your movement. Like, it's it's one of those, like, you kind of, it's powdery, but you still kind of have to stagger through it. 
Um, and as you kind of pull your cloaks uh, tighter against yourselves, um, you can hear the the wind actually howling now um, as it as it whips past you. I think Gwendolyn, for you, it's particularly awful because uh, it's also howling through you. Um, yeah. Which is so I hear that whistling like all throughout. Yeah, me. and it's it's that uncomfortable like um, troublesome thing that's just bugging you specifically. <laughs> Like, I, I opened yeah. my window and closed my bedroom door the other day, and it created, like, a little wind tunnel, so the door was just slightly going constantly. I'm like, no! Stop telltale harding me! Um, <laughs> so I feel like that's the, the armor for you. Um, can the three of you please roll me a perception check at disadvantage? Eighteen. Eleven. A disadvantage? Well for done. Duncan. Yeah, I've literally rolled a 19 and a 17. Holy shit. Uh, nine for Maka. Um, Gwendolyn, as you're staggering forward, you're hearing the howling wind and kind of the, this, you're trying to separate the, the whistling inside yourself from um, what you're hearing outside of yourself. Um, and it's then that you kind of hear something different. It doesn't sound like the wind and doesn't sound like the whistling from inside you, it almost sounds um, like heavy breathing. Uh, and then suddenly um, the snow drift to your left explodes uh, and a massive, um, heavily furred white creature with massive paws and um, kind of uh, a, a flat face with a small beak and beady little eyes uh, with kind of a fringe of feathers uh, comes erupting through the uh, the snowdrift, uh, and you find yourself and your party attacked by a polar bear. Wow! Um, a so polar bear? A polar bear? It's like an owl bear, but it's polar. Polar. Polar bear. Um, so uh, you're going to get to react. Um, the other two of you were caught flat-footed. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, go ahead and roll me initiative, please, Gwendolyn. 18. 18, okay. Uh, the other two of you can also roll, please, but you will not be acting in the first round of combat. Oh, net 20. Nice. Uh, 12 for Maka. Okay. Uh, all right, so... I'm sorry, Waka, uh, Maka, one more time. 12. 12, sorry. great, 12. thank you. Yeah. Okay, so we've got... Okay. All right, um, Ryan, because you rolled a nat 20, I'm going to give this to you as well, so you, you'll be in order uh, where you would be. What is uh, nat 20 plus what? Nat 20 plus three. Plus three. Okay. Um, so uh, top of the round, Duncan, you see a Poalor bear um, blast through uh, the snowbank, uh, kind of like massive paws out, uh lunging at Gwendolyn. What do you do? Great. Normally he would say a pithy line, but there is a giant polar bear jumping on the suit of armor and princess he's sworn to protect. So instead it's just Mr. Bang is out uh, and he just opens fire at like the blur running at them. Okay, go ahead. That is an 18 to hit. Uh, That'll hit. And that does 12 piercing damage. 
All right. So twelve piercing damage. Um, so even though the the snow is whipping past you, your your protective instincts uh, over Gwen kick in, and uh, you fire a shot. Um, you're alarmed to see it hit a few inches off of where you were aiming. Uh, it still manages to to hit the Poalar bear because it's so large. Um, but you realize that with the wind conditions such as this, you've never had to shoot through wind like this, um, and you're going to have to be very careful with your firearms uh, against smaller and more nimble targets. Uh, that said, you see your your shot kind of disappear into, um, into the creature's fur, um, and a uh, small spot of, of red begins to soak uh, the spot where it hit. Uh, is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, rather than moving directly towards the creature, knowing it's moving at uh, Gwendolyn, I want to move around to flank it so I can charge it from either the side or the back if it survives. Okay, wicked. So as you you begin to move to um, uh, to flank it, out of the corner of your eye, uh, you see motion, uh, sort of like a blur of, of motion coming towards you, uh, and you can see that there is a spotted poalar bear um, rushing in to help its compatriot. And I just say, shite, uh, and I will... Uh, like holster the pistol and just daggers are starting to come out. Cool. Because I'm out of movement. I've already done my action. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, that brings us to um, the spotted Poowler bear. Uh, it is going to rush you um, and um, with uh, its uh, sort of like darkened beak and like eyes wide. Um, it's just going to be like... Woo-hoo! And then, like, leap at you massively uh, with, with both uh, both claws. Oh, what's your AC? 16. Um, all right. Uh, it will hit with one. It barely misses with the other. Um, so you feel its claws just kind of rake across you. Um, and that will be... Oh, double ones! Snake eyes! <laughs> Uh, so you'll take five points of uh, slashing damage as its claws rake across you. Great. I, think it's, at, hmm? I was going to say, as it rakes across me, though, both of my daggers are coming out and the coppers are coming up. So I'm going to spend, use my reaction uh, and spend a swashing point to parry. So I reduce the damage by dun, 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 nine. So if it goes to zero, you watch the claws come in and it's just like taking it on one copper and then slashing superficially. So it doesn't do damage, but it's just knocking the claws away, kind of Batman style. So now it's two daggers down ice picks, if you will, tangling with the spotted polar bear. Uh, it, It locks eyes with you and you can just see fury and desperation in its face. And it opens its mighty beak and says... Um, (laughs) which brings us to Gwendolyn Um, the creature is like midair like paws flailing Uh, Duncan shot it but it's it's gonna land on you presently what do you do um uh, I want to uh, thrust my sword out in front of me and cause it to magically release my arm and strike it cool okay go ahead um and I think just like a Strong jab right to the sure, middle. Yep. Um, Never a bad strategy when a giant thing is leaping onto you to just hold a spiky yeah. bit up in front of you. you know? I think so. So it's going to fly through the air. And that's uh, 23 to hit. 23? Yeah, okay. No, they actually roll this well. Oh, and there's double ones. So that's great. So that's four slashing damage. Oh. <laughs> Um, and then for 
I think my movement, I want to um, charge at it and uh, tear my sword out of it if I can. Yep, sure. Because my, my throw was a bonus action, so I want to... Well, um, it's like, it's it's literally like coming down on top of you, so it's more oh, of like okay. a, a throw and, and like, you don't need oh, okay, to reach cool. too far to get it back. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Uh, which brings us to uh, the gray polar bear. Um, it kind of thumps down in front of you and um, just like, doesn't like try and like bite you. It's just going to purely try and pierce you with its beak. Um, this is unsettling. But it rolls pretty low, so it... it like gets caught in the fabric of of your wrap, and you kind of like shove it off, uh, and then it brings uh, an arm in to swat you, uh, and that one will hit. Um, okay, can I use a reaction, um, an essence point to reduce uh, its die roll by one? Uh, yes, it will still hit. Fuck. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> but you it looked cool. Use what, what does it look like when your armor uses essence points? Like, do you glow? Is there something that happens? Or is it just internal willpower? Mm. We don't see anything. No, I don't think there's any discernible change. But in, but like, in me on the inside, it's like, it's basically like I'm taking a poop. Like, I'm just like, mm. oh, okay. <laughs> So wow. we just okay. hear you colonically grunting. Yeah, pretty much. All right. I mean, I didn't have to say that. It was just like really straining. No, yeah. I think we've made it clear now. Yeah, that's how, that's how Elvis died, using all of his essence. All of his essence points. Look, and man. he only lowered the die roll by one, so the toilet won. Yeah. Yeah. Even the king has got to take lost. a long rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, yeah, the so, longest rest. So you... Oh, no, then he went back to work somewhere mysteriously because he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, Gwendolyn, you're going to take 11 points of damage as uh, the claws kind of rake across your armor and knock you back a step. Um, yeah. And then the, the creature kind of like drops to all fours and starts like kind of bear trundling towards you. Uh, which brings us to Maka. Um, so you've seen Duncan engage um, one to your left. Um, sort of between two uh, little sort of snowbanks, you've seen uh, Gwendolyn sort of engage uh, the gray Poaler bear. So those are your two targets. What do you do? I think... I think Duncan is the softer target here, so I will go to him. Uh, so I'll, I'll run up, cast Shillelagh uh, as a bonus action, and so just Thorns pop out of my my rooted knotted wooden mace uh and i'll just slam it into the side of this spotted polar owl bear's head cool go for it nice or attempt to (laughs) (laughs) i probably won't do it that's a 10 to hit unfortunately it will not do no so uh you go to smack it you smash the shillelagh against it and um the polar bear just doesn't react it's it's big and muscly (laughs) Um, which brings us to um, uh, Gwendolyn, you get knocked back a step, um, feeling kind of like the, the, the hit from the heavy paw, um, and then um, all of a sudden uh, to your horror, uh, a massive form crashes into the back of you uh, as the third Poaler bear bursts through the other snowbank uh, and onto you. Uh, what's your AZ right now? 20, 20? Okay. and I'm going to Oh, no, this is a reaction, so I can use it after. Yep. So, never mind, go on. Uh, all right, that is a critical hit. Oh, fuck me. You have any reactions you want to use there, champ? 
Yeah, reduce the die roll <laughs> to, a, to a 19. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know if that works on critical <laughs> uh, Generally speaking, no. Crits are just like, you're <laughs> yeah, in trouble. Yeah, I was like, well, fuck me. It'll be 21 um, points of damage as it rakes its uh, claws across you, and then it goes for the, the beak stab. Um, so... Big stab does not, even with advantage, does not hit. Um, but you feel just like the back of your armor dent inward as uh, the the paw hits it, uh, and you realize you are now pinned between two poaler bears. It is a bad nature special, and you're living it. Uh, top of the round, Duncan. Uh, you and Maka are engaged with uh, a very angry, very hardy and hale poaler bear. Great, and I just want to. Whisper to Maka over my shoulder, just go, I'll be back in a second. Uh, and I would like to use uh, a swashing point as well, because I see the princess is in some real shit, to use an ability call that I called Fallback. It actually doesn't have a name, weirdly, on Swashbuckler, so I'm calling it Fallback. I mean, it is a homebrew class. Occasionally yeah. people get, you know, busy or tired or, or distracted. <laughs> so it, it lets me use a disengage action and move my full movement distance as a bonus action. So nice. I get to cool. disengage for free, uh, and I want to go over to help the princess. These things are clearly big and tough, so Duncan's now in, in improvisation mode. Because if they know the cold, then maybe it's time for things to get a little hot. So what I would like to do is take out one of my flasks of oil and light it and then smash it on one of the poiler bears. Oh do you want to toss it like a Molotov? Uh, yes, but I also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she's in the armor and I am not sure if I can hurt the armor or not. And I'm like, if you set armor on fire, the armor doesn't die. So for also, him, admittedly, he, I don't know if you're going to set copper on fire. Like, yeah, also, e even if you did, uh, the odds of these two poiler bears murdering her are pretty high. So yeah, that, I got it. Even the odds. So yeah, I want to Molotov this to just try to cause a conflagration if I can. An Orvaltov cocktail? Very, very much so. The Orvellian cocktail. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> Pop pops, right. you son of a bitch. Yeah. All right. And the roll was not great. That is an 11 to hit. Sorry, man. That will not hit. Uh, you're, uh, <laughs> you light your flask and you toss it. Uh, and the flask bounces off the side of the um, Poalor bear uh, and kind of uh, lands in the snowbank and uh, the fire goes out. Shite! <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've used, uh, yeah, and then I've got, okay, no, that, that's enough actions. I can't fucking do anything else. Great. The movement was a bonus action, but fuck it. Uh, brings us to the spotted Poaler Bear. Um, it's going to have to make a constitution save, DC 14, because it's standing in my halo of spores now. Ah, halo yeah. of spores. Yeah. Uh, con is... Got to beat a 14. Uh, he gets an 11. Okay. Oddly enough, not a huge con save for the fucking giant <laughs> monster. <laughs> So that's uh, two necrotic damage. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's right. You're scared now, aren't you? Uh, it just, um, it like kind of brushes the, the, the spores. Yep. Um, and then uh, kind of like uses its witcher senses to track them to you. Uh, I'm and, right there, yeah. And like lo looks at you and then it just rears up 
and comes down with uh, with two two mighty polar bear fists. Uh, what's your AC? Nineteen. Oh shit, man! That is two hits. One of them is a crit. Um, so the fuck, Tom. <laughs> Hey man, don't blame me. Blame <laughs> the polar bears. Uh, that right, classic D D. Three temporary hit points, so this is going to be a breeze. <laughs> uh, that is uh, a combined total of twenty-one. Twenty-one minus three. Okay, great. And then nineteen off of that. Okay. So basically, it just goes up, and then it—it—it's not even that its its arm strikes are that powerful. It just kind of falls on you uh, with right. with claws, um, and I think it like knocks you kind of to your back, but you you push it back up and off. Uh, you use the shillelagh to like keep its beak away from your face, and then you you force it back up. Okay. Um, which brings us to Gwendolyn. Uh, you're now flanked by non-flaming polar bears. What do you do? Um. I'm going to uh, first off slam attack uh, the one that's facing me. Okay. Yep. So that's the one that's not engaged with uh, Maka, right? Uh, yes. Or so Maka is fighting his own. Uh, so there's basically yeah. so there's three. There's the gray one, the white one, and oh, the spotted one. Oh, there's three. One. My yeah. bad. So you got ambushed by the white one. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, and the one that you've been fighting already that Duncan shot is the gray one. The spotted one is fighting Maka. Okay. Um, so in front of you is gray. Behind you oh, is Oh, in front of you is gray. Okay, then I'm going to slam attack uh, gray just to try yeah. to get him, like, off of me. Sure. Um, so that's going to be a 16 to hit. That'll hit, yep. Great. <sighs> Fucking so many. all Like, all ones on the attack dice. Um, so that's three. <laughs> Okay, um, Laura, can you go damage. ahead and roll me a strength check, please? Yep. Nat 20. Nice. All right, doesn't really matter what I roll. Um, as you slam forward into the Poaler Bear, um, you kind of, like, use use your sword, similar to what Maka just did with the face, just kind of, like, push it forward and back, uh, and it falls backward onto the flask, uh, bursting it and setting itself uh, alight. So, Ryan, how much damage was the flask? Excellent. Uh, I don't know. I invented this weapon, Tom. So how much damage do you think the flask would be? Um, we'll say it's uh, a D6 plus three. And uh, it has to roll every turn to put itself out. Okay, that is eight damage from fire this nice. turn. And then do you want me to roll that against my, like, swashing level if we want to put an improvised weapon there, which is 13? Or what do you want it to roll to stay a lighter? Oh, out? oh, sorry. Yes, to put it out. Yeah, 13 is great. So I'll roll oh. on each of the Poaler Bear's turns that's on fire. Does that make sense? Uh, it will, at the end of each of its turns, it can roll to save. At the beginning Perfect. of its turn, you, you roll for damage. Okay, um, yeah. So all right, DC so, 13 and, for you then. Great. And that was eight points of damage, correct? That was eight points of damage, yes. Great. I forgot to do double damage. So, can I do that? On, so from three to six? Uh, well, I roll again, right? You rolled, a, you rolled a crit on the strength check, not the attack roll. Oh, yes, thank you. That's why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's on fire Keep now. Keep track of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I still have a bonus action. Yep. So I want to um, throw, I want to spin and throw my sword at the white guy. Sure. Yep. Uh, Go ahead. Standing be behind me, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, eight to hit. 
You throw your sword, um, but the combination of the uh, polar bear's white fur and feathers against the white snowbank, um, you, 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 you know, you stab the shit out of that snowbank. Like, that snowbank is fucking yeah. done. Uh, unfortunately, the polar bear is fine. Uh, yeah, I have, like, a moment of, like, happiness where I think I've hit it, and then just... Ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, wicked. Which brings us to uh, the gray polar bear, uh, which is on fire. So, Ryan, go ahead and roll your damage, please. And the damage is... That's six damage from the fire. Okay. Um, it kind of, uh, like, rears up and, and, and just kind of, like, um, hoots in, in pain and fury. Uh, and then it rolls, and it's going to charge you, Ryan. Um, what is your AC? 16. 16. Uh, okay, that is one hit. Uh, so it, 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 like bites down on you uh, with its mighty, mighty beak, uh, and that is going to be uh, 14 points of piercing damage. Great, and I think Duncan is going to spend another point uh, to, rather than having it bite down on his shoulder where it was going, he's going to get his, like, crossed coppers in the way. Sure, yep. It will deflect uh, seven points of that. So you said it was how much, sorry, 14? 14, yep. Yeah, so the coppers are unaffected. It still gets his shoulder, but it can't close the beak all the way. Yeah, it's not going to, like, bite through your tendons and collarbone. Yeah. Uh, Wicked. And I failed my uh, con save to shake off the fire, so it is now uh, engulfed. You can smell burning fur uh, and burning feathers, which don't smell nearly as bad as burning fur, so you don't really notice them. Uh, But, man, that fur stank is gross. Um, Brings us to Maka. Um, your your great spotted poaler bear is uh, like still kind of yeah. looming down on you, snapping with its its beak. What do you do? It's it's quite formidable. I uh, I can't take another hit like that, so I will uh, use my action uh, to uh, activate um, symbiotic entity, mm-hmm. um, and I'll just raise my shield up, ready for the next the next round with this thing. Uh, symbiotic entity. Right now, though, will give me twenty temporary hit points, which I need. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. nice! Yum, yum, yum. Um, okay, wicked. Um, that brings us to the white polar bear, which is uh, on your back, Gwen. Um, yeah. It is not going to go after Duncan. Uh, it's still very much focused on you. Um, and it is going to. Uh, can you roll me an opposed strength check, please? Yeah. Uh, 20 total. Okay. Um, so it, uh, rather than like attacking you, actually just hoists you up and then like Bane style drops you on its, on its knee. Um, so you're going to take, uh, fuck did that shit roll? Eight points of damage. 23. Uh, take eight points of damage. Um, and, like, you kind of feel the armor kind of bend and contort. I, I'm going to say, like, in terms of you getting damaged, your armor bends and gets dented a lot. You can, like... Yeah, sure. You can punch it out later. It's just to to make sure that you're taking battle damage the way that, like, squishy people do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can feel the whole armor kind of twist as this happens, but then you kind of, like, as as wrestlers do, roll off of uh, its its leg, and you see it, it, it starts, like, nudging your body on the ground. It seems very confused. Like you get the sense that maybe it's 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 like you're a crab and it's trying to get at the meat inside and it doesn't really know what's 
what it's dealing ah. with here. So it's like shoving you around a bit uh, and looking at you with like confused owly eyes. Um, which brings us to the top of the round. Uh, Duncan, before your action, um, you can see a, a light in the distance near the mountains um, flashing like an artificial light of some sort um, flashing rapidly at you. Uh, it seems to be a, a distance away, but it does suggest that there there might be assistance in the distance. Dum Dums and Dice would like to invite you to check out Dumb Common Villainy, a podcast where comedians and improvisers explore the underworld of the Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. This series features our game master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxis Brash Core, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, Guy Bradford as Engage 311, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fonzie. So join this crew of bumbling criminals, see if they turn to the dark side of the force, or stay in the shadowy parts of the light and enjoy an adventure in a galaxy far, far away. Episodes are available now. Now get out of my shop. All right, knowing we're on the bone spurs, which were created by the Necrotis, I think Duncan would not be the person to yell for help from random lights, even if they're heading towards us, but he would log this and share it afterwards, probably. And also, Um, um, to be clear, this ice shelf is like a a few miles long, so it's like ice shelf, bunch of like broken wood stuff, uh, and then mountains. People are present. Interesting. Cool. All right. So Duncan, well, the I, people, the flashing light is 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 over near the wooden wreckage. Something is something. casting light. Uh, I think so. He's got both of his coppers in the uh, the arm the mouth. So I think what Duncan's going to do is just rear back and what he, he this, this is just flavor, but it'll get us there. He's going to rear back and just kick the Powler bear right in the crotch while freeing his <laughs> right hand. And then it's just like rapier up with the other still in the mouth, and he's just going to try to run the rapier through its neck. Sure, go for it. He will not succeed. That was a uh, ten. Ryan, I'll give you advantage for the uh, the flavor kick to the balls. I would like to point out you will not always get advantage for a flavor kick to the balls, but I like the maneuver, <laughs> so I'm going to grant it. Ye. Excellent. <laughs> then that is a nineteen to hit. Am I not merciful? Uh, all right, so, yep, that hits. Great, and that will do seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage. Um, you drive your rapier up through uh, through its throat, uh, and you feel the um, slight resistance as it enters the skull, uh, and then you see it pop out the uh, the top of the creature's head, um, and it um, it kind of, like, twitches uh, and begins to fall. Can you roll me a dex save, please? That's a nat 20. That twenty, uh, you're able to pull your sword out and roll away as the the creature falls, thus uh, saving you from being pinned under it for a turn. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's one of those where it's like it's out, it's a spin, the cape swings out, and it's got the whole like flurry of the rapier to the side, so the bloodline just like it's strikes just like the snow blood as he's and there. Brain just flick off into the snow. Yeah, uh, and then I, he will continue this spin to use his movement to dash around so he can try to flank the polar bear. That's currently trying to figure out what's going on with the, the princess's one? armor. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Great. Uh, brings us to um, the spotted one that's fighting you, Maka. Uh, your shield comes up uh, and it comes uh, roaring in with with like beak, beak and claw. 
It's um, a new con save for this fella, too. Oh, that's, that's right. Reaction. Yeah, and this time with uh, Symbiotic Entity, um, some extra stuff happens if it fails the DC-14. Uh, I got a nat 20, unfortunately. So. Man, you are rolling Aww. amazingly. Yeah, man. Then uh, uh, do your Never worst. fails when I'm not playing as a player, because when I play <laughs> as a player, it fails. Um, so what is your AC with the, the shield? 19. 19? Okay. Uh, so it comes in Tooth and Claw. Oh, there's the suck. Um, so... <laughs> Even though it uh, it manages to kind of like force its way through the the spores, there's enough. You know, it's like when uh, like it's allergy season right now, so this is particularly top of mind for me. It's when you're just like a little bit like mid nose sneezy, and you're just like, no, no. Yeah, so it yeah. it's like, um, and it like claws past your head, uh, and its beak kind of like veers off your shield. Um, but um, you can feel the sort of spore cloud that you find so comforting uh, is clearly giving it a hell of a time. Um, which brings us to Gwendolyn. Yay. Um, so for my bonus action, I want to basically like force recall uh, my sword from the snowbank that is still impaled in. Gotta fight that um, wampa. Yeah. And I've got the, the white one still on me, right? Yes, that's right. It's, it's like pushing okay. you around, trying to crack you like a, a nut. Yeah, so I basically want to, like, um, kind of catch it and just, like, in one swift, like, move, just, like, try to impale it, like. Yep, go ahead. Through, I don't know. Well, just, like, wherever I can hit it, honestly. Imp- I'm, impale I'm it not through exactly, a squishy like, bit. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm not exactly composed right now, mm-hmm. so. Um... And I'm going to use my point of advantage to re-roll that piece of shit. <laughs> you remember, Duncan always warned you when fighting poaler bears to aim for the fleshy bits. Yeah, the poaler yeah. bear was going to step back, but you stomped on its foot to hold it in place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was uh, 16. That'll hit. hit. Yep. Okay. Good. And that is 11 points of slashing damage. Not bad. So you drive your blade down, um, sort of like aiming for the, the top of its skull, just full on like reverse link from Zelda pulling out the master sword, just like put, yeah. the, put the master sword back in, damn it. Uh, yeah, exactly. it's, it's your down A attack from Smash Brothers That's right. uh, when you're midair. Um, so you, you go to like jam your sword down through its skull. Um, it turns the last minute and you shear just a straight line down the side of its face uh, and you slash open... Uh, kind of its cheek, so now the, the, the beak is kind of open to the elements, but uh, you do a significant amount of damage, but it was unhurt to this point, so it is still alive and angry. Yeah. Um, which brings us to uh, the gray one, which continues to be dead. Um, Maka. <laughs> uh, let's try swinging on this uh, bespotted Powell bear. Powler bear. Nope, not going to do it. That's an eight to hit. Unfortunately, no dice. No. Um, your spores continue to, to fill the air, but um, uh, it's it seems to be like sneezing and kind of snuffling, which actually makes it very hard to hit because uh, you, you swing soundly at where it should be, but then it sneezes and it drops it. Uh, so Shillelagh swings wide, um, which brings us to uh, the white one um, with its flapping jaw. Um, it realizes that maybe you're less for eating and more for killing, uh, so it's going to try and just like pound you into the ground and then like Donkey Kong rampage on you there. So um, two big claw strikes at you. Double eights, which will be nothing for nobody. 
Um, so now that you're kind of back up in a fighting stance, um, it comes in and you kind of use the the flat side of your blade to like redirect its its paw strikes. Um, you get the sense it's kind of heaving, like its face is soaked in blood. Now the the blood's starting to soak its its coat. Um, and uh, Gwendolyn, as you understand animals, there's no reason this animal should still be here. It's been seriously injured, and there's no. In your experience, at least, there's never been an animal... You don't have a lot of experience with animals, but there's never been something you've seen that's just, like, determined to kill. Yeah, birds don't just, like, keep coming at you. Yeah, this is a weird... Just an odd... Yeah, like, those seagulls. Like, you, you kick them a couple times, they're done. It's not a Canadian goose. Those fuckers will fight you to the death. Oh, my God. Um, untitled Canadian swan game. Uh, cool. That brings us to the top of the round. Um, the light is getting closer. Um, and you actually hear a, a gunshot uh, kind of crack through the air. Um, and uh, the the two Poiler bears kind of turn to observe it, um, but then turn their attention back to you. Duncan. Great. Duncan is staring at this white Poiler bear as he, like, circles. Uh, and in his head, it's he realizes it's the same size as the like spooky cows that they dealt with. Like he's almost seeing them superimposed over each other. So he just like sheathes his rapier and he draws out his two daggers. And then he says, who are moo? You've got bleeding to do. Uh, and then he's going to run in and he's going to basically jump into the air and try to stab into the polar bear and use his full body weight to just like spin it around from where it's lunging down at the princess. Cool. All right, so one of them is a 23 to hit, and the other is a 12 to hit. Okay, the 12 will hit, the 23 will not. I'm kidding. It's the other way around. <laughs> um, you barely you barely miss with the 12. Cool, and that will do... Uh, seven piercing damage. I rolled the highest I could on that D4. <laughs> Worth it? Yeah, it's funny because you're like, I do like seven damage. I'm like, yeah, all right. You're like, with a D4, I'm like, oh, actually, yes, well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real uh, real scale issue. Um, all right, so yeah, you, you spin it towards you. It also, like, once it sees you, you can almost just see it start to shift its, its feet. Like, its leg work changes. It's just purely focused on you. Um, and it's, it's completely, almost seemingly forgotten about uh, Gwendolyn. Um, which brings us to... The spotted one. Um, you gotta make that save. Yeah, baby. Uh, it fails. Um, it actually falls away from you as as it does. It it like sneezes again. Um, also, tell me what your your symbiotic bullshit does. But yeah, it's having a hard time with its with its seasonals. <laughs> yeah. uh, this time it's six necrotic damage. Six I just get to roll twice and add them together. So nice, nice, nice. All right, so. Um, yeah, it falls away. It's doing that that like uh, a bear that got like stung in his nose thing, or in its snout. It was just like uh, kind of like sneezing and like it's rubbing an arm over its beak. Because um, mm -hmm. like I don't even want to know what sinus pain in a beak feels like, but I imagine it's pretty bad. It's probably pretty um, bad. And then with with kind of a like a, a final defiant, whoo, um, it gallops off um, into uh, into the distance. That works for me. Um, which brings us to Gwendolyn. Um, the white bear is now, uh, out, Poaler bear is now fully focused on Duncan, uh, which means that you're facing its back. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it, since it's pinned between you, uh, you'll yeah. have um, advantage because you're flanking. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I got to strike it. That's all. That's all I'm thinking. Just like pure reaction. Just like, ah, slash. <laughs> <laughs> and that's 21 to hit. Yep. And eight slashing damage. All right. So you you slash across. It's uh, you're going for a slash or a stab. Slash. Slash. So you just like hack across its back. You see it stumble forward. Um, Duncan, you've got your blades ready, and I think you just kind of give it a like a, a couple quick double double taps. And between the two of you, you make pretty short work of um, of the creature, um, particularly once Maka kind of steps in as as backup. Um, but after a, a bit more um, kind of stabbing and slashing, uh, the creature falls uh, and, and lays dormant. Um, you can uh, still see the, you can actually now hear as well um, the flashing light and uh, you can actually hear the, the sound of dogs approaching. Um, and as you kind of roll over uh, the dead Poaler bear, um, for the first time you get a sense of its proportions uh, and you actually see that it's not as big as you thought it might be with, with the amount of fur mm-hmm. and, and sort of skin it has. Uh, it actually seems um, almost malnourished. Uh, like it's, it's, it's a ropier kind of like um, more muscular kind of um, svelte creature than, than what you would traditionally think of as a bear. Um, it's the Hugh Jackman of bears. Yeah, kind of. But like Hugh Jackman, if he, if he started off as a big dude and then lost a bunch of weight and is now Hugh Jackman. And he's like, so I'm ripped. Like sea- but I still got so a lot of... Sea- Sorry, so the ice shelf used to extend a lot further. Who knows? And it's been receding. I mean, possibly. You don't know. Um, So, uh, but, you know, it would seem that perhaps humanity is the cause. No, um, (laughs) yes, it does. It does seem uh, it it seems like it was previously a much, uh, much hardier creature. And it does seem to be malnourished and and somewhat ropier now. Um, It's a John Goodman bear. Yeah. Uh, you hear um, kind of shouts in the distance and you can see um, kind of snow being tossed up from either side of what seems to be a um, uh, a sled that's being pulled by uh, by dogs uh, that is uh, approaching. You have a couple like you have, not really a couple minutes, you have about a minute before it reaches you. Is there anything you want to do before it arrives? Looking at my companions here, how are you uh, how are you guys faring? I'm not doing great. I probably can't take another hit of any kind. Okay. And how's Duncan looking? Duncan's actually doing fine. He's like lightly scratched, but this is the first time he got to dance the dance the way he likes to dance. (laughs) So he is not terribly injured at all. He's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm like dented all over, basically. Then I'll I'll cast uh, Cure Wounds on uh, Gwendolyn. Um, And I like to hear you hear some like metallic like pops. We'll cast As, that like, at, the dents come out. at second level just to give you an extra little boost there. So that Thank is you. four plus two, so six, plus my spellcasting modifier, which has changed. So let me just double check what that is. Uh, I think, Tom, Duncan will take this time to just, like, reload his pistol, essentially. Uh, so that's uh, 12 uh, HP back to you, Gwendolyn. Thank you. Spend a spell slot for that. There we go. Uh, and uh, with that, uh, Maka will uh, turn back to the direction that the sled is facing, raise his shield, and hold out his mace and assume a defensive position. 
Uh, Duncan will take cover uh, and hide behind one of the corpses with Mr. Bang ready. So hopefully he won't be seen, but he can be effective if this is an ambush. Cool. Um, so you kind of uh, take cover and you can see the uh, the sled approaching. Um, once it gets a, a bit closer, um, you can see that there is a, uh, a small woman um, like at the like working the reins and she is fucking working these dogs. Um, and she's got, uh, like a sort of almost like a blunderbuss, um, just tucked in, in like against her, her rib cage. Um, and, um, she's, uh, she just, you, you hear her yelling like, run faster, you fucking mutts. We gotta get there. We gotta get there before there's nothing left to find. Um, and the dogs are like, ar, 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 ar. And she's like, I hurt you. I don't care. Um, and uh, suddenly, with kind of a great flourish of, of snow and, like, a, a weird Tokyo drift, uh, the, the dogs kind of pull in. The sled, like, slides across the snow. And she leaps off into a shoulder roll um, with the blunderbuss up. Uh, and, like, you know, time slows. And you can see her, like, looking down the barrel all cool. Uh, and then she sees the dead polar bears. She's like, oh, Thank the fucking gods! I haven't had ammo for this fucking thing for days! <laughs> I just cold-fired it at the air to try and scare him! You're all okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so she appears to be a, uh, like a small, very small woman, um, wrapped in furs. Um, and, uh, she's got, like, two bandoliers sw- slung across, uh, her chest, but you notice that all of the ammo, um, pouches are empty. Um, but okay. then there are also some classic, like, Rob Liefeld-style 90s X-Men, uh, just, like, mysterious leather pockets that could be full yep. of, I don't know, Cyclops' keys or some shit. She's got sure. one on her leg Ooh. as well, because Rob Liefeld. Um, she's wearing yeah, her big, feet are really weird. Teeny um, tiny ankles. <laughs> yeah, and her hands are just always slightly off screen. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's wearing... Um, you notice that uh, her her feet are actually kind of weird. Uh, she's not wearing boots. Um, sure, she's basically wearing the winter equivalent of those like toe sneakers for jogging, um, where she's clearly like wrapped her feet um, for kind of maximum uh, dexterity, uh, but also warmth. So it's like kind of like a shitty halfway between a running shoe and a and something warm. So you can see like little bits of fur sticking out, um, like a moccasin. Yeah, but like if she like a badly improvised moccasin, ah, okay, um, not an official like professional moccasin, uh, and um, yeah, she's holding the blunderbuss. Uh, she's got like snow goggles on, um, and uh, she's got kind of a scarf wrapped around her face. Um, and uh, yeah, she kind of like you can see her whole body kind of relax as uh, she realizes she's not going to fire her empty gun. Uh, and she kind of looks around. Uh, she doesn't see you, Duncan, but she kind of looks to to Maka and. Um, Gwendolyn, and uh, she's like, Oh, a couple of big fellas, aren't you? Oh, can't believe you wore armor and brought a wee turtle man out here. That's wild. <laughs> ah! I'll, uh, I'll lower my shield and say, uh, We are in one piece. Ah, that's good. That's, honestly, it's my favorite kind of piece. Mm-hmm. There's too many pieces, you lose them. Where, where did you come from? I mean, I, I could ask you the same question. I came from a bunch of other people. You're the ones who are out here on the snowbanks like a bunch of crazy fucks. We just arrived by ah. ship. Ah. Yeah, we've got a few of those at our camp, too. No worries. Uh, and she, like, pulls down her scarf and, like, unmits a hand. Um, and she sticks a tiny little gnomish hand out. 
Um, and uh, just says, uh, Name's Peachtree Ollander. So nice to meet you. Uh, and I'll uh, I'll grasp her little hand and, and nope. give give her a handshake and say, uh, I am Gravekeeper Maka. Oh, yes, spooky. Mm-hmm. It is a pleasure to meet you. And I you. Uh, and uh, she turns to you, uh, Gwendolyn, and uh, she's like, you gonna take the, the, the metal grill off your face so we can be proper, sir or madam knight? Um, I, and I hold out kind of like a finger because her hand's fairly small. <laughs> um, say, uh, actually, uh, it doesn't come off and I'm a princess, uh, Gwendolyn of the the floating island, or Orvel. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think I heard of that. That's weird. Okay, well. Not like I can judge you. I'm a crazy gnomish woman. Ha! Uh, and uh, she looks around and she's like, yeah, just the two of you. Are there anyone else hiding around? I uh, I holster my pistol and Duncan stands up dramatically. He says, oh, it's good to meet someone who speaks properly. Now, we're here because we've got a message for Shadow Mother Lysa. Can you take us to her? <laughs> uh, she, she laughs. She's like, oh, Glad to see another one who uh, also speaks proper, not like these two weirdos with their accents. But uh, I'm, I'm sorry, friend, you're on the wrong side of the mountains. That's the whole problem, ain't it? And then I look to, I, I like wander up and I do my like hat down to lean, lean and whisper to Maka and the princess. And I'm like, oh, good. We don't have to kill this woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know, funny thing about being on an ice shelf. Sound really carries. But no, you don't what? need to kill me. I'm really glad you don't. As they said, just a gun full of powder. Do you have shelter we could perhaps use? It is incredibly cold. We can trade you the meat from that powler bear uh, and most of this one. But if we could bring them, I'd really like to make myself a fucking coat. Ah, that's a... And she, like, pats herself down. She's like, made mine back before they stopped bothering us. I think I killed enough of them that they just stopped coming around. <laughs> All right, yeah, put it on the sled. Um, and, uh, she looks at the dog. She's like, these are the mics. Uh, we, uh, we lost all of their tags on the ship, so we just all started calling them Mike. That's Mike 1. <coughs> that there's Mike 2. That's Mike 3. That one's Mike 5. We put them in the wrong order. Anyway, <laughs> just toss them on the back and the mics will take care of you. Um, so you drag the two corpses, um, kind of onto the, the mic sled. And, um, she, she'll, like, kind of, like, walk along beside... Uh, for a gnome, she keeps up pretty well. She's, like, very intrepid. It's a lot of, like, big kind of stompy steps. Um, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's got that kind of classic um, large Final Fantasy character running thing where, like, her she's kind of, like, sticking her belly out and her arms are kind of back when she runs. <laughs> but, uh, she's able to keep up. Um, and, yeah, basically uh, she starts guiding you all um, sort of further across the ice shelf. Um, towards the the sort of uh, giant wooden barricades you saw. Um, is there anything you want to ask her as she takes you? Keeping in mind that you're all kind of like making tracks, this isn't exactly like a leisurely walk back, um, but is there any immediate, looking at you, Duncan, any immediate uh, things you would need to sort out before you can... I think okay, but... Duncan would want to know how far away the Shadow Mother is. Uh, and what's in the area. Like, I think he just wants to know what the threats are, like what's dangerous, because they're new here, and he's always going to be in, like, bodyguard mode first. 
So Peachtree explains that um, you, you don't need to worry about the Shadow Mother at all uh, because uh, the Shadowlands are on the other side of the Bone Spurs, and the Bone Spurs are the problem. So she's like, honestly, if, if, if you don't die here, then she can be your problem. But till then, we got a bigger problem. And it's that motherfucker, and that motherfucker, and that motherfucker. And she's just like pointing at like the mountain ranges stretches in either direction and it, it like think like uh whenever they shoot across the wall in game of thrones and it's just like infinite wall in either directions it's that but weird scary tall mountains this episode of curse code and crowd sound was mixed and edited by laura hamstra and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc, Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGeeTD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please, join us again for more Curse, Code, and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.